This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. I'm Donna Chavis, and I'm so glad that you've all joined us today for Messianic Vision. You know, many of us hear about the glory all the time. Well, if you're not content to just hear about the glory, but you want to experience it for yourself, then you are in the right place today. Our guest has tapped into a place in God's glory where provision and abundance flow without resistance. Money miracles, visible signs, angelic assistance, they've all literally become the norm for him. So please welcome to the program today, Joshua Mills. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Donna. Thank you so much for having me on the program. Oh, absolutely. You know what? I want to start, Joshua, um, way back many years ago, you know, when God first started teaching you about the glory uh, and, and you were understanding what he was trying to teach you, he gave you some signs. You said he gave you three signs. He did. It was back in the late 90s. And corporately together as a congregation, we, we began pressing in for the new thing of God, yes. pressing in for His glory. We were determined to see God and know God and experience God in a new way. And He gave us three signs. The first sign was the supernatural fragrance from heaven. And when it would begin to come in the midst of our praise and worship, the most amazing thing would happen. People would begin to respond to that glory sign by literally running to the altar uh, people coming in repentance, giving their hearts to Yeshua, um, those that had been backslidden and not been in a right place with God, um, turning and coming back to the Lord. I mean, it was just the most amazing thing. And in that atmosphere, people would also receive healing miracles in their physical body, emotional yes. healing that would come. And so that was the first sign the, the fragrance of heaven would begin to overtake us. The second sign was a supernatural oil. And when it would begin to come, it would come on different members of the worship team initially, and then it began to come for different um, congregational members, mm-hmm. and it even came in the pastor's hands. But when it would come, we would understand that that was God showing us the oil of joy, the oil of healing, the oil of peace, the oil of anointing that was coming from the Holy Spirit upon us. And then the third sign that came was the golden glory. And this was tiny little beautiful sparkles, manifestations from heaven, literally landing on us, coming on our clothing, our Bibles. Uh, sometimes it would come on the instruments that we would use in worship. Um, but when the golden glory would come, it came with an understanding that creative miracles were available and that God was working creative miracles in our midst and we began seeing it and it was it was eye opening God used those three signs to introduce us to a new realm of glory yes Yes. Wow. I just have to say, wow. And you know what? I know that this is, this, as in the intro, like I said, this is normal for you. It's, uh, it's what um, Sid likes to call, that's normal as what's defined by the Bible. That's, that's normal for you. And I mean, on such a regular basis that some people have even called you the golden preacher. What is that about? That, that's what they call me, the golden <laughs> preacher, because when the glory comes, there's a visible manifestation that comes in the glory of God. And, uh, and so as we minister around the world in different churches and congregations and sometimes at conferences or even in uh, secular arenas, when we're able to speak and share about God and God's presence, there is a visible manifestation that comes upon me. And so because of that, people have nicknamed me the golden preacher. Yes. Well, I have to say this. You know, I'm one of those that in times past— you know, probably years ago before um, I started actually, you know, being able to experience the supernatural, I was one of those that was a bit skeptical about that kind of thing. But you know what? <laughs> After being around it and here uh, at It's Supernatural, of course, we we are not skeptical at all. But one, I don't know if people know how, how the 
process works here, but when we get a a new book in, uh, like your book, Moving in Glory Realms, we we have a a department. We read it. We research the author. We read the book. We, I mean, we scrutinize every word, every detail. And the reader, our staff member, our very staff member here that was reading your book, Moving in Glory Realms, uh, the second day that she was reading it, you know, we go into her cubicle and uh, I said her name and she turned around and she had... It didn't look like glitter because it was too small to be glitter. It was almost like a dust. She had this little golden tiny dust all over one side of her face. And I said, oh, my goodness. And then she got a little embarrassed because she didn't realize it was there. And, I mean, that happened with someone just reading your book, reading those words that, 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 is that like an impartation or just the, the, how do you explain that? Well, the glory is transferable. And so some of the ways that God uses to impart that glory is through the written word. When people read about the glory, there's faith that connects mm-hmm. and they begin to experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the glory comes in many different ways, but that's definitely one of the ways that the glory begins to manifest for others is as they begin to connect with that revelation. And I believe that's what was happening. And yes. I think it's interesting that you said it was so tiny and fine and it it was not like glitter this is not we're not Mm -mm. talking about an earthly human made glitter we're talking about heavenly substance yes so precious and it's beautiful and it it does sparkle and it shines and there's a (laughs) shimmering in that glory and oftentimes we find it comes right up out of the pores of our skin Mm -hmm. and will Mm -hmm. come up right through and and begin to appear and sometimes it almost looks like a diamond dust Yes. Because it's so fine. Yes, it was. It's it beautiful. The glow is beautiful. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. I mean, that was just right here in our office a couple of weeks ago. If I ask you this question, Joshua, why did you write Moving in Glory Rams? What was the purpose of this? You know, Donna, I've traveled all over the world, and people oftentimes ask me the question. They'll say, Brother Joshua, we, we love God. We love Everything that the Holy Spirit does, we're very open to the moving of God's Spirit. But for whatever reason, we feel stuck. We don't know why we feel spiritually blocked. We feel stuck. We know that there must be more. There's got to be more than what we've seen, what we've experienced. Right. And when they ask me that question, I I have keys that God has given to me. I don't believe because I'm anything special, but in this pursuit of God's glory, He showed me things that we can apply to our daily lives Mm -hmm. to actually unlock spiritual realities and manifestations of heaven and to find ourselves moving continually so that we don't have to be stuck. God doesn't want us to be bored in our spiritual life. God doesn't want us to feel stuck in our spiritual growth, but we're, we're called to have that life that Yeshua offers to us and not just life, but life more abundantly. And so that's the reason why I wrote this book. I wanted to put those keys, those principles, share testimonies that will encourage the reader to continue growing and to go to the next level, break through to the next level, become unstuck in whatever they've been in, in order to go to all that God has prepared for them. Yes. That's the reason why. I wrote this book called Moving in Glory Round. Well, I I think it certainly does because there's a there's a couple of things that always jump out at me and and when you're teaching about the glory, you know why is the glory so important? Well, in the glory what you're teaching, there's life, there's increase, there's abundance, healing, wholeness, provision, prosperity, deliverance, so much that we find if we can learn how to move into the glory realms like you teach. And oh man, I have to tell you, I mean, I, I'm serious when I say this, this is the best book that I have ever read on the glory. Now we read, <laughs> we read a lot of books here. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know what? I think this book will get any person moving up, moving in, moving through and moving around into God's glory realms. That's yes, what we'll do. I certainly do too. Let's talk a little bit about the teaching in the book. Um, you teach that God's revelation is always progressive. What does that mean? Well, revelation's always progressive. Uh, he is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. And so whenever we come into the revelation of God, every new revelation is intended to take us to a new elevation in God. It's an open portal into more, into 
uh, the increase into the abundance of all that he has for us, according to Philippians 4.19, where it says that God shall supply for all of our needs according to his riches in heavenly glory. The revelation of God will bring us into connect with those riches that flow in abundance into our lives. And just like wheels within wheels that move and accelerate, there are realms mm-hmm. within the spiritual dimension that move together in unison to bring forth the greater purposes of God. And that's what I share about in this book. Yes, yes. Well, you know what? Let's talk about the identity of the glory. And I want to maybe play glory investigators for just a couple of minutes here. And you know how investigators are always wanting to know the who and the how and the what. So let's start with, uh, we're talking about identity of the glory. Let's start with the who. Well, people ask that all the time. Who is the glory? Right. Is the glory and the glory is God. The anointing defines the power of God, but the glory defines the person of God. And so God is the glory. Faith says God is present. The anointing says God rewards, but the glory says I am. Oh, my. I am. And, and when, you, when you get that I am, it's like kaboom. It's like when the glory lands, it's all of God coming to us. Everything that's available for us in God is available in the glory. God Almighty is the Father. He's a source of glory and the God of glory. Yeshua according to Scripture, is the King of glory. He's also the Son of glory. He's the Lord of glory and the hope of glory. And the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of glory. His glory is realized even greater in the midst of darkness. Oh, yes. Uh Shine bright in the midst of darkness. And so when the glory comes, there's, uh, there's a visitation of the visible manifestation of who God is in our lives. Wow, that's pretty exciting, isn't it? All right, let's talk about the what. Well, you know, the glory is God's manifest presence. That's what it is. It's his character, his nature, his ability, his provision, his majesty. Uh, I like to call it the essence of his presence or the essence of his beauty. It's all that he is, and it's all that he has. And so it's the fullness of God. That's mm-hmm. what the glory is, mm-hmm. the fullness of God. And it's not limited by time or space or circumstance. Um, like we have limitations in the earthly realm, because it's the realm of eternity. It's not limited by the mind of man or earthly ability. It's unlimited. There's no limitations. And I recorded a song several years ago with my friend Becca Shea called No Limitations, but that's what the glory realm is all about. It's, there are no limitations in the glory realm. Yes, yes. And you even teach, uh, when we're talking about the identity of the glory, you even t- teach the where. Right. As Isaiah 6, uh, verses 2 to 4 says, it says, The angels in the temple sing, The whole earth is full of God's glory. So that's where the glory is. The glory is in the earth. But as they begin to sing, remember, the temple was filled with the smoke of God's presence. Yes, yes. And the scriptures instruct that now, in this day and age, the temple of God's not a temple that's built by the hands of man, but you and I, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so the smoke of his presence manifest in our daily lives, spirit, soul, and body, filled completely, totally with the manifestation of glory. So where is the glory? It should be in our lives. We must, wel- we must learn how to welcome it. We must learn how to expect it. We must rejoice when the glory comes and celebrate that glory when it comes. And so I, I feel even right now, Donna, as we're speaking about this glory, that even as the listeners are listening, let's just lift up our hands right now. Yes. And let's just invite the glory. Let's just invite this cloud of glory to come and manifest in our lives. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for your glory cloud that comes. We thank you for the, the essence of your presence that begins to fill us. We thank you for the manifestation of heaven that comes in the smoke of your presence to fill our lives today. Every place where we've struggled, every place where we've had obstacles and difficulty, Lord, that you would fill it right now with your glory. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yes, yes. Okay, wow. We have talked about the who and the what and the where. Tell us how, the how. How does the glory realm operate? Well, the way that the glory comes is through utilizing the realm of the anointing. So there's a difference between anointing and glory, and I speak about that in detail in my book, Moving in Glory Realms. But we utilize 
the anointing of God to bring forth the glory of God. We do our part in the anointing, and then God does his part in the glory. Mm-hmm. In other words, um, you know, we're anointed to do things like sing and preach as ministers. Yes. Uh, we're anointed to lay hands on the sick, these kinds of things as ministers. But sometimes the the person that's not necessarily in a ministry vocation might say, well, how do I operate in the, the anointing? You know what? God anoints us to be who we're called to be. And so even in my day-to-day life, I'm anointed to be a father. I'm anointed to be a husband. Yes. I'm anointed to do my work. I'm anointed to administrate. And each and every one of us, we can receive the anointing of God to do what he's called us to do. And as we move in that anointing, as we steward that anointing appropriately and correctly, it will actually bring forth a greater manifestation of the overshadowing of God's glory upon the situations that we deal with, uh, over our family, over our homes, over our business, over our ministries. And so we do our part in the anointing, and then God does his part in the glory. Whew. <laughs> That's pretty exciting, isn't it? <laughs> it's very exciting. It sure is. That we can experience the glory no matter where we are and no matter what we're going through. Yes, yes. So what happens, Joshua, when, okay, the faith realm, the anointing realm, and the glory realm all come together? Well, it creates a new dimension, and that's what we call the glory realm. When the glory comes, we stand in that glory, and then we allow God to do his work. We don't need necessarily the touch of another person but the direct impartation comes to us from heaven. All that's required in that moment is yielding to that glory that's coming. In this dimension, our body is supernaturally refreshed. Now, I like to um, compare this to the difference between swimming and, and, you know, in order to swim, we have to use our arms and we have to kick our legs and right. a lot of effort that's required in swimming. But when we're on a surfboard, you know, all you got to do is find the wave. And when you find that wave, you swim out to the wave. But when you get the wave, you, when you get on the surfboard, suddenly you're carried further and there's an ease that comes. And that's the glory realm. That's what happens in the glory is that we begin to move in the ease and God takes us further and he does more for us. And we're, we're supernaturally refreshed in that glory. We're not trying to kick. We're not trying to, to, to struggle with our arms, but in that glory, we find the ease and the rest that can only come in God. Yes, yes. My goodness. Well, let's take a little break, and then we're going to come up with some more in just a minute. But as I said earlier, Joshua's new book is literally the best book I've ever read on the glory. It's filled with stories, testimonies, and teachings like the identity of the glory and the three dimensions of the glory, things like that. So when you read it, I think you're going to see that it's an invitation for you to enter and to move in glory realms. So it's Joshua Mills' brand new book, Moving in Glory Realms, plus his brand new mini book, The Glory, Scriptures and Prayers to Manifest God's Presence in Your Life. That is so exciting. And believe it or not, that's not even all. Joshua is preparing two exclusive CDs just for you that you can't get anywhere else. So be sure to order yours today. You know what? When we come back from break, Joshua is going to tell us about the three dimensions of glory. We'll be right back. Call now to get Joshua Mills' powerful brand new book, Moving in the Glory Realms, and anointed mini book, The Glory, Scriptures and Prayers to Manifest God's Presence in Your Life, and his dynamic two-part audio CD set, Experience His Glory. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9577. This must-read book, Moving in the Glory Realms, is one of the most extensive books ever written on the glory by someone who has operated in the glory realm for 20 years. Through Joshua's book, you will clearly understand what God's glory truly is. Discover the different realms of God's glory you can begin to experience. Find out that when the glory comes, healing, miracles, signs, and wonders will be made real in your life. Receive the keys of how to begin experiencing God's glory for yourself. Learn how to release and activate angels to move on divine assignments. You better get ready to live in realms of abundant manifestation. You will also receive Joshua's anointed two-part audio CD set, Experience His Glory, on CD number one spiritually unstuck, you will learn how to operate in the glory and receive your breakthrough, your healing, your miracle. 
Discover about realms of faith, realms of anointing, and realms of glory. CD number two, Declaring His Glory, is an anointed soaking audio CD. Joshua and Janet Mills speak prophetic promises over you. Promises for glory in your life, family, mind, health, and your future. You also receive Joshua's mini booklet, The Glory. This brand new booklet includes scriptures, prayers, and affirmations that you can use to see the glory made manifest in your everyday life. At any moment of the day, you have the ability to pull out scriptures about the glory and speak God's glory. Don't miss out on getting Joshua Mills' powerful brand new book, Moving in the Glory Realms, and his anointed mini book, The Glory, Scriptures and Prayers to Manifest God's Presence in Your Life, and his dynamic two-part audio CD set, Experience His Glory. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9577. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9577 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I'm Donna Chavis, and my guest today is Joshua Mills. Joshua, we are having a great time talking about this new book that you've written called Moving in Glory Realms, and I am learning so much. I'm sure those that are listening are too. But when we went to break, I said you were going to teach us about three dimensions of glory. Um, I hate to admit it, but I didn't I didn't know there were three dimensions of glory. So for uh, those that may be listening that that didn't know either, we're going to talk about the three dimensions of glory. Um, I'm just going to say, take it away. Well, you know what? I'm glad that you are willing to admit that you have <laughs> three dimensions because I think probably most people don't know about it. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to write about it because it's there within Scripture. And we it's something that God has provided for us to discover and to explore and to experience. And so uh, I want to open up these for us today on the program. But the first glory dimension that I want to talk about is the doxa glory. And this is actually a Greek word, doxa, and it means honor, renown, and splendor. It's the realm where we recognize the Messiah as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That's the the realm where it's undeniable that Jesus is Lord. We're fully aware about it. Yes. Sometimes it can come through a dream or an impression. Uh, sometimes it's a vision or a trance or in the midst of worship. And I speak about this in the book, and I share about how there's many different people in different parts around the world that are having visions and encounters and experiences with this doxa glory, and it's bringing a revelation into their lives that they never had before. Right, right. But when the doxa glory comes, it comes with the revelation of the glory of God. And so uh, several years ago, I was actually in a place called Natchez, Mississippi. I was ministering, and we were going to be doing a, a healing, teaching, school-type thing in the morning session, and I was Leading in praise and worship, it should have probably been about maybe 30 to 45 minutes long for the morning session. And as we got into that worship, the only way I can describe it is that there was a shift in the atmosphere. And when that happened, you could sense the glory was increasing. God was doing something. My eyes were closed in worship. Uh, we were moving deeper into that realm of praising and worshiping the Lord. And all at once, I could feel the physical presence of Jesus Christ himself walk into the room. Uh, people ask me about this, and they say, well, describe it more. You know, did you open up your eyes? Did you see him? And you know what? I, I didn't open up my eyes. My eyes were closed, and I wanted to open up my eyes and see him, but there was such a holiness that came in that moment. There was such an honor that came in that moment, such an awareness mm -hmm. of the awesome presence the might, the healing virtue of Christ. Yes. I mean, just that fully aware moment of Jesus being king over all. Yes. And, uh, he came in the room and he was ministering. And it's amazing the way that the glory works because it's not limited, like I mentioned, to earthly time. It's the realm of eternity. And it maybe felt like it was 15, 20 minutes of mm -hmm. natural time when this all was happening. But when the encounter lifted, 
there were people coming into the church sanctuary. And at that moment, we began to realize they were coming in for another meeting. It was probably around 6.30 at night, and people were starting to come into the church. So we had literally been in that encounter all day long. We had been in the presence of Jesus. There was an impartation that took place in our life. It was the doxa glory that was yes. coming. There was a revelation of him that was being released to us, but it, it happened over a course of hours, but didn't even seem like it was yes. more than just a few minutes, 15, 20 minutes. You know? And Joshua, you, you said that even in this, this awe, in this presence, in this awareness, that it was literally life-changing for you. It was absolutely life-changing. And I speak about this in the book, but I went from having that encounter with the Docs of Glory, the very next meeting I did, there were miracles that were released one after the other. I mean, it was like uh, it was like popcorn beginning mm-hmm. to pop. Mm-hmm. It, it, there was such an ease. It was such a supernatural flow. It wasn't something that came with struggle or difficult effort on right. its own. But it was out of that encounter with the glory that God took me into a numerical realm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that can only happen in the glory. Yes. Now, let's talk about the second, the second dimension. Okay, the second dimension. This is the Shekinah glory. And I think uh, people have heard the word Shekinah used yes. from time to time. I've even met children that have been named Shekinah, which I think is a beautiful name. But this second dimension of glory is the visible glory of God. That's what Shekinah glory means. It, it actually means the dwelling or the settling, which is described as a transformational glory in which visible change occurs in the atmosphere. So it's it's the visible glory of God. And when the Shekinah glory shows up, we see the visible manifestation of the presence of God in our midst. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cloud by day and the fire by night right. that the children of Israel right. experienced, that was the Shekinah glory. Now, Joshua, would that be... Would would the the presence of what I saw on one of our staff members' face, or when you when you're ministering the the sparkles of that beautiful gold, is that part of the Shekinah glory? Is that what you mean by visible? Exactly, Donna. That is a sign of the Shekinah glory. And so when the glory manifests in that way, we can say that's the Shekinah. We've experienced the Shekinah. And whether it comes like um, sparkles on the face, whether it comes like uh, gold dust, or whether it comes like uh, a light, a brilliant light. So there's times when light will shine down upon people in a meeting, times that people will become lit up. We mm-hmm. read about Moses being lit up. Right. He went up on the top of the mountain. He had to cover his face with a veil because of the the brilliance of the glory that came upon him. Right. I was actually in Budapest, Hungary, um, not too long ago. I guess it was last year, and there was a woman in the meeting who, when the Shekinah glory came upon her, her feet literally lit up like light bulbs. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way to describe it. Her feet became fully lit up. And I had never seen the manifestation of the Shekinah glory in that way, where not only were her sneakers shining because of the light shining through, but things around her feet were shining, and they ended up taking pictures of her feet. And it was quite a miracle that's been spoken about all over Hungary. Yes, and, yes. Uh, but... That woman's life was transformed by the glory, and uh, she gave her life fully, dedicated her life fully to the purposes of God uh, when that Shekinah glory came on her. Wow. Do you it was wonderful. Do you find that, that when this, the Shekinah glory, this visible uh, glory, when people can see that, do you find that a lot of people see that and they, and they surrender to the Lord and they just give their lives to Him? It's undeniable that they do. Yeah. I mean, when you have an encounter with the glory of God in that way, it doesn't, even if you were a skeptic before, like, you know, you mentioned that you may have been skeptical about some of these things prior to coming to uh, work at um, It's Supernatural. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we hear testimonies all the time about people saying, I was skeptical. Well, I was skeptical about this. I didn't believe this. I think God would show up that way. I'd heard stories, but I didn't really know if it was true. But when the glory comes for you, you become a believer. Exactly. It's a, it's a bit undeniable, isn't it? It's undeniable. <laughs> and, uh, and I love that God is doing this for people in the lives of believers, but also he's showing up for unbelievers in his glory to bring them to himself. 
and uh, we've seen it happen all over the place. We were traveling with a team of uh, ministry members several years ago. We were driving through Pennsylvania, and it was a bad uh, winter storm, and we were believing God to to clear the highway of, for the weather to shift. And as we were praising the Lord, suddenly the, the Shekinah glory began to fill the vehicle. And it was coming as tiny sparkles in the car. This golden glory was beginning to literally rain down inside the vehicle. And, of course, our praises intensified, and we got more excited because of what God was doing. Sure. All at once it shifted, and it changed into an emerald-colored glory dust that began falling. And I knew from... Uh, prophetically that the emerald represented financial miracles, mm-hmm. financial provision. Mm-hmm. And we we couldn't take it anymore. There was so much glory. <laughs> we literally had to get out and dance and jump and shout. And so we pulled over on the side of the road and ended up pulling in front of a, a house that was over on the side of the road there. And when we pulled out, we were dancing around the car. There was a woman standing in her front window. She saw us dancing outside our, our vehicle and she came to the door and she asked if everybody was okay. And we said, yes, we are. We're, we're doing wonderful. And we said, have you ever seen a miracle before? And she thought about it for a while. And she said, well, she said she, she told us she went to church, but she had never seen an actual miracle that she could remember. And we told her, we said, well, this is a miracle that God's doing and it's financial provision. Well, when we told her it was financial provision, she just broke down because oh. she had just lost her job. And only God could have known to put us in that place at that time, in that moment, Mm -hmm. for his glory to show up for that woman. And we ended up praying with her at the side of the road, um, me and my wife and our entire ministry team. And uh, we blessed her and gave our information. Well, she contacted our office maybe about a week or two later, and she told us that she had not only been blessed, but it was a better paying job than the one that she had before. She literally experienced a miracle and I believe it was because of that glory that God brought to her yes. on that day, the Shekinah glory. Yes. Ooh, well, this next one I've heard of. I've heard of this one, and, uh, but I didn't quite know it the way, that, the way that you teach it. So this is so awesome. The Kabod glory, you talk about that. And, I mean, this seems to me the way you teach it, it's something that you can feel. It is something that you can feel. The weight, the Kabod is the weight of God's glory. It's a Hebrew word that actually means heaviness Mm -hmm. or weight, and Mm -hmm. you can feel it. Oftentimes, I'll tell people just to lift up their hands into the atmosphere, and why don't we even do that right now? Just lift up our hands into the atmosphere and just allow, as our hands are lifted, just allow the weight of God's presence to come upon our hands right now that we can feel the glory, sense the glory, touch the glory. And even right now as I'm talking about this, the Lord's reminding me of that testimony I just shared about the woman that had lost her job and how God had provided a job for her in the glory, and it came supernaturally. I believe even right now as we're lifting our hands, those that need jobs, some some listeners have lost jobs or they've been out of work for a long while. Some are believing for um, an increase in pay or advancements in in the positions. Right now, I want you to feel the glory coming to you with the provision and the abundance and the blessing of God for provision right now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I thank you for releasing your glory upon us. Lord, in our lives, the, the weight of your goodness, the weight of your glory coming right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for doing it. Now, I want you to just receive it. Just pull on it. Just receive it. Just receive it. Just receive it. So if you can take it and put it like an impartation, just put it into your chest. So if you can take it, and there's been times we've received this kabod glory, and we've even eaten it, uh, you know, prophetically just digested it and said, Lord, thank you for feeding us with your glory. Thank you for providing for us through your glory. This is the cloud of glory. Yes. The kabod is the cloud of glory. It's fresh insight. It's understanding that comes with ease. Jesus is coming back in the cloud, according to Scripture. We must learn how to stand together within the smoke of his presence and invite the return of Jesus yes. as we invite the Kabod glory. Um, not too long ago, I was in Pensacola, Florida, ministering, and many different people saw the glory cloud appear in the atmosphere as I was sharing. They saw it coming into the room, but even those that were watching online could see the, the cloud visibly appearing through the, the online streaming. God's manifest presence was literally 
filling the room. And in that atmosphere, God did miracles among us. There was an overflow of miracles. And the very following night, the glory increased. And as the glory was increasing inside the room, uh, people could feel the cloud expanding. They could feel the increase of it beginning to happen. And miracles and healings happened in the the physical meeting room as we were gathered together. Yes. Um, there was Shekinah glory that was showing up. Uh, I remember there was a golden, hand, a very large golden handprint that showed up on my suit jacket. And somebody said, well, that must be the hand of God. And I thought, well, I think God's hands are a lot bigger than that. <laughs> Probably my miracle angel that uh, travels with me, you know, backing me up. And, and he left that golden handprint on on my jacket, but it was wonderful. And it was a sign to people that were there and there was many salvations and there was rededications and healings began to happen. And it was absolutely wonderful. But what was so tremendous was that after the meeting finished and people were lingering still in the, the altar area and people were lingering in the meeting place because of the glory, when people began leading, leaving this, uh, the church building, when they went out into the parking lot, the cloud had literally come down physically upon the church building, and it lingered on the church building, and it was running off of the church building just like a waterfall of mist. It was just coming down, and uh, you might say, well, maybe that was just a fog that was just settling over the area. Well, there was no other building in the entire area that was covered in that fog as far as we could see and as far as we could drive. The church was the only building that had that manifest cloud on it and yes. people begin worshiping the Lord and praising the Lord. People didn't want to leave the parking lot. They're just standing with their hands lifted up and continued receiving miracles and impartations. And it was just absolutely tremendous. But that's what happens when the Kabod glory comes. It's the the physical heaviness, the weight of God's presence that yes. comes upon us yes. begins to fill our life. Sure. Well, let me just say right here, uh, this is such wonderful teaching. And, of course, on this program, we don't have time to go into everything that's that's in your book. They're teaching the stories, the testimonies that are so wonderful. So just let me say a little plug right here. If you can, please try to get that. Um, you know, Joshua, you were with us a while back, and right after you were here— um, you had quite a traumatic experience that uh, when uh, something in your in your own personal life that you needed that glory to show up. I had taken my daughter Liberty, who was age five. She's now age six. Um, I had taken her into the hospital uh, in the spring of last year. It was supposed to be a routine procedure. The doctors actually told us it would be a six-minute procedure. Um, it would be literally hours of recovery. She would go back to school the next day, no problem. It was going to be a very simple uh, thing that was going to happen. It was a biopsy that they were going to do. Uh, we took her into the hospital. She came out, and her tongue was a little bit swollen. We took her home. They said just, you know, just give her just soft stuff to eat and water to drink, and she'll mm -hmm. be just fine. Well, her tongue ended up going, turning from a, a pink color to yellow, to brown, to gray, to a black color, it started protruding out of her mouth. It was so swollen in her mouth, it started to block her airwaves, and, and um, her tongue became rock hard. And it was a, a very, very scary thing to say. Of course, we began praying immediately. I contacted the doctors. I said, what's going on? He said, you need to take her to the ER right away. He said, it's an emergency. And so we carried her into the hospital. And the, word, the first words that the doctors told us, they said it's necrosis of the tongue, which means that her tongue has died. They literally told us that our daughter's tongue had died. And some of the first things they started telling us is that they were most likely going to have to remove her tongue, that she'd never be able to speak again. She'd never have a speech. We had to, you know, they were telling us we'd have to prepare ourselves for this. And you know what? My wife and I, we just couldn't do that. We... We have a better word in the scripture. It says that God is our healer, that Jesus is our healer, that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, By yes. his stripes, we are healed, and we had to connect with that. And the scripture that the Lord gave to my wife and I was that you will live and not die, and you will declare the glory of the Lord. And we began speaking that over her tongue, that her tongue would live, that it would not die, even though they said it was dead. We said it will not die, mm -hmm. it will live, and she will declare the glory of the Lord. And so it was just the most craziest situation, and she ended up having to be put on life support because of the—they had to um, uh, put her on 
very heavy drugs uh, because of um, having to secure the airway. And, I mean, just there was a whole bunch of stuff that happened. Um, because of that, she ended up getting pneumonia. And the doctor's reports kept on coming, and it was like negative after negative after negative after negative. And the Lord spoke to us, and he said, you can create an atmosphere of glory here in her and here in her hospital room. And so we did that. We realized it was our responsibility as parents to occupy that atmosphere and create that realm of glory in the hospital room because in the glory, all things are possible. Yes. In the glory, everything is possible. It doesn't matter how difficult it looks in the natural. It doesn't matter what you're going through or what you've been through or how it's looked up to this point. God has made a way for you in his glory, and that's why it's so important for people to learn how to begin moving in these glory realms, because as we move in the glory, things will happen for us that maybe aren't happening for others. God will do for us in his glory what we cannot do for ourselves yes. in the natural. Yes, wow. And, uh, and so we began creating that atmosphere of glory, and we invited uh, believers all over the world to pray with us and to to join with us in creating that atmosphere. We we played instrumental music um, in Liberty's hospital room. We would pray over her. We would speak the word over her. We'd prophesy over her. And in doing that, 17 days later, we went home with our daughter Liberty, with not with her having no tongue, but with her tongue completely whole, completely restored, completely healed. And would you believe, Donna, that the doctors had never been able, that whole time we were in there, they were never able to treat her tongue because they never knew exactly what went wrong and what was what was happening with her tongue. So they just kept on doing test after test after test. Right. But as we created that realm of glory, the glory brought healing to Liberty's life. God heals. He's still healing today. And, uh, People just need to grab hold of that truth because the glory will rescue you from your most devastating situations. The glory has the ability to pull you out of the pit and set you high atop the mountain of the Lord. That That is an amazing miracle. Thank God for that. Um, I heard that you, Joshua, actually met your guardian angels. I did. <laughs> I did meet my guardian angels, and it was the amazing thing is it was after, you know, when I was a child, I used to see angels. And an adult told me, as a very young child, an adult told me, it's impossible to see angels. You can't see angels. You're making up stories. You're making up lies. And that whole realm was shut up for me for so many years. And I was in my 20s. And in my 20s, I, I had been ministering. And, um, you know, I'd already received an impartation of the Holy Spirit. And I was preaching and, and singing around the world. And I had a dream one night, and this was in my early 20s, and in that dream, three men came towards me. They looked like angels. They were dressed in heavenly robes. The, their appearance looked like they were my older brothers, a little bit more muscular, and <laughs> taller, and uh, very defined, but they looked like they were my brothers. That's the only way that I can really describe them. And they came to me, and they introduced me. Uh, themselves to me by name, and they also told me their ministry functions in my life, and that's when I realized that I had these guardian angels that God had assigned over my life. They had been with me from the very time of my birth, and yet I had been ignorant, unaware of them for all those years. Even in ministry, I was ministering, and I was still ignorant or unaware of the angelic realm that God had given to me, but it was amazing when that realm was reopened and when I was introduced to my guardian angels because uh, they told me, uh, well, the one told me that he had been released to um, administrate creative miracles over my life, signs and wonders and uh, the different miraculous ways that God would move. And then the second one told me that he was the angel of the new song and that he was the one that would bring the scrolls from heaven and give them to me, the, the musical sounds and the scrolls and the songs and and that that was his purpose in my life. And the third one was an angel of boldness. Yes. And I Ooh. felt that angel many times, <laughs> but wasn't sure what it was. But I knew that there would be times when I'd be preaching, and all of a sudden I could just feel this strength come on me. And I feel just this unction. It was like it would come up right behind me, and like a, a supernatural support. And I would have the confidence to say things that normally I wouldn't say. And that was... After I met the angel, I understood that that was the angel that was literally standing behind me, 
allowing me to have that boldness and strength of the Lord to do what I right. to do. And so, wow, I mean, <laughs> giving us these angels, not just me, but every single person um, has guardian angels that have been given to them with ministry assignments and with ministry functions for the call and the purpose of God on their lives. Wow. Joshua, I know that you believe that this is not just for you, that this is for those that are listening, that it's for me, it's for our sound engineer, it's for all of those. Uh, When you you talk about testimonies and when people share testimonies and the power of the testimonies and how they activate the glory, you know, we're going to go to break in just a moment, but you talk about when you share a testimony in God's glory, it can reproduce the same results in others. Will you pray before we go to break? Because I want people to hear uh, uh, you pray for them. And and as they listen to this program, any testimony that they hear, any word that they hear, if if it relates to their situation at all, it can it can reproduce the same results that you get when you pray for people and when God moves in their lives. Absolutely, because the testimony of Jesus Christ is the Spirit of prophecy. Yes. And so when we testify, it has the ability to reproduce the exact same thing in the life of those that are willing to enter in through that portal of the testimony. So why don't you just lift up your hands once again into the glory cloud. Father, in the name of Jesus right now, I thank you for the gifts, the experiences, the testimonies that you've given to every listener that's listening right now. No matter how small that testimony might seem, No matter how small your work in their life might seem, God, I ask that you would give them the boldness and the confidence to share the testimony that you've given to them. But also, God, I ask for a supernatural faith that you have even begun imparting as they've been listening to these words that have been spoken, that they would enter into the portal of the testimony that's been spoken today on the program, that they would enter into new victories, new miracles, new breakthroughs, deliverance, healing. God, I thank you for your abundance that comes within these glory realms. Lord, teach us how to move deeper and deeper into your heart as we move in the glory realms of God. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yes, yes. Thank you. Well, Sid and I want to encourage you listening to get today's powerful resource for yourself, for your family, for your small group, your church. It's Joshua's brand new book, Moving in Glory Realms, plus his brand new mini book that you can take with you wherever you go. It fits in a purse, a briefcase, a suit pocket. It's perfect for travel or any place that you're going. And remember his two exclusive teaching seats And here's a little bonus for you, something, a a little bit of information. Joshua actually does one of these CDs from the keyboard. So you're going to get teaching and music. So that's going to be a bonus for you. Okay. Here's a warning for you. The rest of this program is going to challenge you. I'm telling you, it's going to stretch you. So if you don't want to be challenged or if you don't want to be stretched, then don't listen to the rest of this program because <laughs> I'm telling you it's going to do it. But if you want to know that this amazing glory of God that we're talking about makes the impossible possible, then stay with us. Jesus taught us to pray. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. When God sends his glory, it is heaven coming to earth. In heaven, there is no sickness, no lack. Heaven is a demon-free zone. When the glory comes, there is peace, prosperity, healing, deliverance, unity, miracles, signs, and wonders. Joshua Mills wants to mentor you to begin living, moving, and operating within God's glory realms. The truth is God wants everybody to keep on moving in glory realms. God wants to take everybody in and on and up into the glory. Call now to get Joshua Mills' powerful brand new book, Moving in the Glory Realms, and anointed mini book, The Glory scriptures and prayers to manifest God's presence in your life and his dynamic two-part audio CD set. Experience his glory. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9577. 
This must-read book, Moving in the Glory Realms, is one of the most extensive books ever written on the glory by someone who has operated in the glory realm for 20 years. Through Joshua's book, you will clearly understand what God's glory truly is. Discover the different realms of God's glory you can begin to experience. Find out that when the glory comes, healing, miracles, signs, and wonders will be made real in your life. Receive the keys of how to begin experiencing God's glory for yourself. Learn how to release and activate angels to move on divine assignments. Better get ready to live in realms of abundant manifestation. Get ready for the blessings, the favor, the increase of God to overtake your life because as you read and put into practice the things that are shared in this book, God's about to meet you in His awesome glory. You will also receive Joshua's anointed two-part audio CD set, Experience His Glory, on CD number one spiritually unstuck, you will learn how to operate in the glory and receive your breakthrough, your healing, your miracle. Discover about realms of faith, realms of anointing, and realms of glory. CD number two, Declaring His Glory, is an anointed soaking audio CD. Joshua and Janet Mills speak prophetic promises over you, promises for glory in your life, family, mind, health, and your future. You also receive Joshua's mini booklet, The Glory, this brand new booklet includes scriptures, prayers, and affirmations that you can use to see the glory made manifest in your everyday life. Anytime, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you face, at any moment of the day, you have the ability to pull out scriptures about the glory and speak God's glory and meditate upon God's glory and declare God's glory and decree it in your life, in your household, in your business, no matter where you are. Don't miss out on getting Joshua Mills' powerful brand new book, Moving in the Glory Realm and his anointed mini-book, The Glory, Scriptures and Prayers to Manifest God's Presence in Your Life, and his dynamic two-part audio CD set, Experience His Glory. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9577. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9577 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I am here with Joshua Mills, and I told you that we're going to stretch you a little bit on this last part of the program. Joshua, tell us about the glory wonder that involved the Northern Lights. Oh, Donna, that's one of my favorite testimonies to share about the glory. It happened quite a few years ago. I'd been invited to go up to the Canadian Arctic to minister in a place called Saluet, and uh, I was at the Gospel Music Festival, and I was supposed to be singing that night, and as I was singing, the glory of God began moving into the auditorium, and the golden glory that we've been talking about, instead of it appearing like tiny little uh, gold specks of like dust-like particles, it was coming like golden snowflakes. That's the way that it was manifesting in the atmosphere. And there was a pastor that was there in those meetings. His name was Paul Lepage. And he lived in a community called Kujuak, which was kind of on the way. I had to take a flight through that community to go back down to Montreal. And he asked me, he said, would you please stay over to do some meetings in my home in Kujuak? Because we've never experienced anything like this up here. And he told me that he, he thought he could talk to the airlines and adjust my travel schedule and all that. And, and so I said, you know what? I said, I would love to stay and do some meetings. So the travel schedule was adjusted and all the arrangements were made, but we didn't have time to advertise these meetings uh, by post or advertisement because they were on such short notice. And so that night we went to his house and there was only a a few of us that were gathered mm -hmm. in his basement. But as we were in his basement, praising and worshiping the Lord and gathering in the glory, there was a cloud that began to form like a haze yes. around the light on the, the ceiling in the basement. And then it began to expand and go out. And there were such special things that happened in that glory. There was a couple uh, that was there that God began speaking to them about making some things right in their life that that they hadn't been living for Christ in, in all the right ways. And, and the glory was just ministering in such a powerful, powerful way, and it was beautiful. And so the second night we came back to have this meeting again, and to our astonishment, that glory cloud showed up once again 
in the ceiling as we were worshiping the Lord. And so it was the second night that the glory cloud came. But what was really amazing is that halfway through the meeting, more people began coming down the stairs who weren't there the night before. And people started coming into the house, and as they were coming in uh, to this glory realm that was created, they were telling us that the northern lights were literally shining up above this home, and that's the reason why they heard us singing and they heard us worshiping, because the northern lights had literally drawn them to this home, which was on the edge of the community. And I believe that God put those lights up in the sky to bring people into that glory realm. Now, What's really amazing is there was a woman who was on her way to Montreal to have a double hip replacement surgery. And she was in the vehicle, came up to see the Northern Lights. And when everybody heard the people singing, they brought her into the house. And when she came into the glory, instantly her hips were totally supernaturally whole. And she felt in that moment, she felt like she had received her miracle and she testified about it. The next day, she had to go down to Montreal on the airplane, uh, still to the the hospital. When she got there, they did another x-ray, and they asked her why she was there because she didn't need that double hip replacement surgery. (laughs) had no idea why she had been scheduled. Well, the Gloria had taken care of it literally the night before. Yes. And it was the northern light shining in the sky that literally brought her to that house. And I think that's just amazing that God has the ability to put a wonder in the sky like that to draw people to himself. Sure. And um, so it was It was just such a fun meeting. There was people that were saved in those meetings. There was people healed in those meetings. Um, Manifestation of the Glory, it was just absolutely wonderful. You know, I think most of us have learned about when we were growing up and, and going through school, most of us learn about, you know, different scientific wonders and in, in the atmospheres and things. And we've all heard about and learned about the Northern Lights. But I have never heard of them shining on one particular place to lead people there. That is amazing. Right. That is amazing. It was a sign of wonder that people still talk about to this day. Yes. Well, you know what? There is one more story that we cannot go uh, before you share today. And I know we've talked about, you know, the way God, uh, he he demonstrates and manifests his glory sometimes. And there are sometimes that people are skeptical about those things. But but this story, it's totally scriptural. I wanted you to share with, uh, with our listeners today your experience of being transported in the glory. I want to talk about this story. I actually don't share it very often, but I did choose to write about it in my new book, Moving in Glory Realms. And I have a whole chapter yes. called Spirit, the Realms of Spirit Travel, Yes, which I believe that God is opening up for the body of Christ in this day. And um, But what happened for me several years ago is I was actually preaching at a church in Pensacola, Florida, and I had preached. I think it was a wonderful message and powerful, and people were touched, and I was closing the meeting, and at the very end of the meeting as I was closing, I kind of walked down into the center aisle, and I was releasing some words of knowledge about healing and different things. I can't remember all the particulars, but what I do remember is I lifted up my hands, and I declared something. I said something that I'd never, ever spoken before, and I said, translation and heaven's transportation to the third heaven and to the nation's. And when that came out of my spirit, man, and I just spoke it out, of course, the initial thought is I'm prophesying over everybody else. I'm prophesying this over everybody else in the meeting. But when I open up my eyes, Donna, I know this sounds so bizarre. (laughs) Well, I told the people that this was going to even understand how this all happened. I told them that this was going to stretch them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This this will stretch people that are listening because it stretches me and I'm the one that it happened to. But I opened up my eyes, and I was literally standing in an elevator with a bunch of people that I did not recognize. I didn't know. We were all squished together in this little elevator, and you would think, oh, glory to God. This is amazing. No, it was like fear hit me big time, wondering, what happened? How am I going to get back? (laughs) How did I get here? What about my family? What about the meeting? I mean, it was as real to me as being anywhere is real to me. Yes. I was there. I was there in that elevator and it happened in an instant. And it's like what the Bible talks about. It says that Philip was baptizing the Ethiopian eunuch. And when he was bringing the, the Ethiopian up out of the water, it says the spirit of God came upon Philip. And that 
the word that's used is actually harpazo, which is a Greek word, which means to suddenly catch up or to be caught away. And Philip was transported physically in body 20 miles down the road to the next location. Right. And this is what happened to me. Literally, the Spirit of God came on me and transported me into a foreign nation. Now, the elevator doors opened. I walked out of the elevator, uh, trembling, uh, still in uh, a little bit of fear of what was happening. And I was telling this to somebody, and they said, well, Brother Joshua, that couldn't have been God if you were afraid. And I thought, well, then you haven't read your Bible. Because when the angels show up, they always say, fear not. Jesus yes. shows up, he says, fear not. Yes. You know, <laughs> supernatural things happen. Godly, holy, supernatural things happen. And people become afraid. And the reason why is because our flesh becomes afraid of mm-hmm. anything that we're not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And where God's wanting to take us is into unfamiliar territory in the glory. God's wanting to take us into new places, new things. He's wanting us to advance in the kingdom. And so I found myself um, in the lobby and I ended up, it was like, it looked like a, like a office kind of building situation. And I walked out the front doors and I found myself on the street and I started recognizing what I was looking at. I felt like, okay, this is something that I've seen before in books and postcards. I have never been here physically, but I was recognizing little pieces of probably where I was. And I ended up walking down the street, and by the instruction and guidance of the Holy Spirit, literally being led by Him, I ended up going into um, another office building. And when I went in, there was like uh, a front reception area. I walked right past it. And back into kind of the back office um, where people would be doing business, but there was actually a prayer group that was meeting back there, and it was a bunch of believers that were gathered. It was a communist nation. That's what I'm going to say. It was a communist nation. I'm not going to tell you the exact location, but it was a communist nation, and there was believers that were in that workplace setting praying and um, and just really interceding in prayer. And yes. The thing that struck me kind of interesting is that, you know, you would think I would understand their language perfectly, being that it was a supernatural encounter. Sure. But I still didn't understand it. I still didn't understand the language. All I had was the guidance of the Holy Spirit and the ability to speak in tongues, and that's what I did. I ended up speaking in tongues back in that room with them, praying. I understood by the Spirit what was happening. And um, at the very end of the prayer meeting, miraculously, I had business cards in my pocket, and it only happened because I'd been in India a few weeks previously, and a man in India had printed me business cards. I, I, ne- I never travel with business cards. Still to this day, I just don't travel with business cards, but a man in India wanted them so bad that he went home and he made me business cards <laughs> and uh, gave me some, and he said, okay, now that you have them, can you give me your business cards? <laughs> I handed it back to him, which is kind of a funny side story, but um, I had these cards in my pocket, and so I pulled one out, and I gave it to a man that was there at the prayer meeting. And um, I felt the peace of God that what I was there to do was over, although it did not seem absolutely remarkable. It didn't seem, you know, I didn't win souls. I didn't heal the sick. Literally, all I did was pray with a bunch of believers, and I prayed in tongues while they prayed in in tongues and in their natural earthly language. And... Um, the way that my faith rested was that I needed to go back to the place where I had first come in. And so I, I know that sounds so silly, but I walked back to that elevator. I went back to the elevator where I had first come in and I went back to that elevator, lifted up my hands and uh, started worshiping the Lord. And the next thing I know, I was back in the church in Pensacola, Florida in that meeting. And it was such an unusual uh, scenario. I was shaking from it. I was uh, trembling from the encounter, but I didn't really want to talk to uh, to share that testimony with many people. I shared it with my wife, and we prayed about it. And the crazy thing that happened was about, oh, I don't know, maybe it was a couple weeks later. I can't remember exactly. Our office ended up getting an email from that man that I had met in the meeting. And he wrote 
and he thanked me for coming, and he invited me to come back anytime. Now, that, that blew my mind. Now, how did they get your email? How did they know your email? Because I had given him the business card. Oh, it was on the business card. Crazy, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's so bizarre because I, I never normally carry business cards. Like, still to this day, I just don't carry business cards. Okay. And, it, um, he invited you back. Did you go back at some point and, and minister there? So last year, just I'm talking about just last year, mm -hmm. was the first time I ended up going back to that city. Um, still a communist nation, but I went back to uh, that exact city, and I actually met some people that had been in that prayer meeting. And I was able to minister again um, in that city. But last year when I went back, I went back by airplane, and I, <laughs> going in the Spirit is a whole lot easier. It's a whole lot easier. <laughs> Especially nowadays, air travel is a little bit hectic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but something that I do want to say is that I asked for a long time, I asked the Lord, I said, God, why did you take me in that way? Because it didn't feel like I did anything really super significant during that encounter. And the Lord showed me um, in several ways. The Lord showed me that, you know, the promise that he gave Joshua, I will give you every place that your foot will tread. That's the same promise he's given to me. And he literally put my feet on the ground, on that soil, in that nation, to give me that nation spiritually that I would be able to go back with authority and preach. And so right after that spiritual encounter happened where I was transported in the spirit there, we started receiving multiple invitations all over that nation. And so I did go back to that nation several times, but the first time I went back to that city was, just last year. Oh, my. And, uh, and God's doing a tremendous work, a tremendous work. That is amazing. Well, I want to thank you so much for sharing that with us. I understand now why you, you probably don't share that very often, and it's a little bit hard. Uh, but honestly, it's scriptural, and when it happens, there's no denying it. So thank you for sharing that. We're going to have to let you go. Oh, no, we're at the end of our time. But will you say a prayer for our listeners before we leave, Joshua? Donna, thank you so much for this opportunity to come and be on the show, and I would absolutely feel honored to pray with the listeners. Why don't you just lift up your hands once more into the glory cloud? Just lift up your hands into the realm. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now I thank you for your wonder-filled glory yes. that comes to impact, to change, to transform, to intensify, increase, and provide for each and every one of our lives. Lord, I thank you that when we're touched by your glory, we will never be the same again. Thank you, Lord, for doing for us in your glory what we cannot do for ourselves. May your glory continue to expand, increase, and grow in revelation as we seek you first above all else. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Joshua. I'm Donna Chavis for Messianic Vision, and we want to thank you all for listening today. And now here's Sid Roth to tell you how you can get this brand new resource by Joshua Mills. Sid? You know, as Joshua was speaking about the glory, I could feel the level of the glory literally increasing on this set. I'm also reminded of my Jewish people. The Jewish people wandered in a big circle for 40 years in the desert. And many of you feel, that's me. I just feel like I'm walking in circles. It's time to get unstuck in the glory. Everything speeds up. Is there anything in your life you want to speed up? Then I would urge you to get Joshua Mills' brand new book, Moving in Glory Realms, and his brand new mini book, The Glory, Scriptures and Prayers to Manifest God's Presence in Your Life, and our exclusive two CD teaching set, Spiritually Unstuck and Declaring His Glory. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G.